Hello, 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 and welcome back to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today I'm back with the podcast where I delve into the lives of the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. So, this week has been such an exciting week for me. I have updates on the self-care and happiness stuff that I talked about last week, Um, but right now I'm just taking a bunch of steps to prioritize my happiness. I made this long list of things in my phone uh, that I'm trying to do. I can read them. I won't read the entire list, but I can read a few things. So basically there's things like I want to try and get up by 8.30 on the weekends instead of sleeping in so late. I want to take more walks outside, read for at least 30 minutes a day, stuff like that just to, I don't know, try and better myself. Um, Some of them are daily things like I just read, and then some of them are more long-term. So far I'm doing a pretty good job at it, but um, I don't know, we'll see how it goes. But what made this week even more exciting is that on Tuesday, uh, well let's go back to a few weeks ago. Um, So a few weeks ago, someone from the LA comedy show TMI Hollywood reached out to me about being a guest on their show. So TMI Hollywood is originally a live sketch comedy show, but because of COVID, they're doing an online show where they talk about pop culture and current events, and then converting each of those into a podcast. So this COVID version of their show was called TMI Daily, and I was a guest on that show on Tuesday. Um, If you want to listen to that podcast, just go to TMI Daily on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Um, I talked about Hollywood Hero when I was on the show, of course, and then uh, about social media and the bridge between celebrities and influencers. And somehow, Kanye West always seems to sneak into the conversation, so I talked a little bit about Kanye West and his music. Um, I promise you that it was relevant. I didn't just randomly bring up Kanye West, but yeah, we talked about that. Um, and it was really great, so definitely check that out. And the other exciting thing that happened this week is that I collabed with another podcaster. The Spill the Tea podcast, hosted by Eden Hatanyan, is a show that covers celebrity current events. This week on her podcast, Eden and I discussed some Disney Channel drama, hint hint, the driver's license, Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter drama, um, some YouTubers, and I don't want to give anything else away, you'll just have to go over and listen. But at the end of this episode, be sure to go listen to Eden's podcast. It was great. I had a great time talking with her. Also, at the end of today's episode, Eden will be joining me for a new segment. Now that we have all of the introductions out of the way, let's talk about this week's celebrity. Today we are diving into the life of Billy Porter. There aren't enough words in the English language. Excuse my hyperbole. To describe how I feel after looking into Billy Porter's life, especially his upbringing, but let's just introduce him first and then we'll talk about it. Billy Porter is an actor, singer, Broadway star, and red carpet legend. He's most recently known for his role in the FX drama series Pose, but his role in the Broadway production of Kinky Boots is unforgettable. There's so much more to learn about what he's accomplished, so let's just get into it. Billy Porter was born on September 21st, 1969 in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Billy had an abusive father and he eventually walked out on their family. Billy's mother, Clorinda, lived with a disability due to medical malpractice. It was extremely difficult to go about life and support Billy because of this, not to mention the color of her skin, which made it even harder to get support from the government. When he was younger, Billy was suspected to have a different sort of problem. Because of his upbeat and flamboyant personality, people were even more afraid of him than his mother because his behavior wasn't normal for a young boy. Other kids his age often bullied him, and he even received death threats. When 
When Billy was six years old, he started seeing a psychologist every week in order to determine if there was actually something medically wrong with him. However, he caught on to those weekly evaluations quickly, and he learned to answer just what was needed to pass them. Since his father was no longer present, psychologists suggested that Billy was missing a strong male figure in his life. So about a year after that, Clorinda and Billy moved in with his new stepfather. Billy's new stepfather was not the good father figure his mother was hoping to bring into his life. Because from ages 7 to 12, Billy was sexually abused by him. He tried to escape the abuse by leaving for school as early as possible and arriving home very late at night and locking himself in his bedroom. Given that, he had a very unhappy home life, but he found other things to turn to to bring some light to the very dark days. Billy Porter took an interest in theater around the age of 15. By then, he was getting paid for performing at the Kennywood Amusement Park, and eventually he made enough money to move out of his house during the summer months, therefore escaping his stepfather's sexual abuse. Billy's mother, Clorinda, went a few years without knowing about the abuse, but eventually Billy told her. He also told her that she should stay in the relationship because of her disability, and because at that point, she had a child with her new husband, so it would be better for her family. Billy laid low for a while, a long while, two years, but he came home past his curfew one day and started arguing with his mother. The situation escalated pretty quickly once his stepfather got involved. Without going into too much graphic detail, Billy's stepfather was confronted about the abuse. He denied all of it, of course, saying there was something wrong with Billy and that he wasn't normal, completely deflecting the situation. This was 17-year-old Billy's last night in that house, and he didn't return there until three years later when his stepfather died. After his stepfather's death, he was sort of set free. I say sort of because Billy Porter has been open about the trauma he still has from that entire experience. But now he had the opportunity to move forward with his life. By the time his stepfather died, he was already a student at Carnegie Mellon University, earning a Bachelor of Fine Arts in Drama. He graduated in 1991. After he was finished with all of his schooling, Billy was cast in the 1992 Broadway production of Five Guys Named Mo. The show opened on Broadway April 8th that year, and Billy was an understudy for four different roles. This was a good start to his professional theater career, and his next show was even bigger. His next big production was the 1994 revival of Grease. He was cast as the Teen Angel. Not only was Billy Porter acting on Broadway in the 90s, but he was also starting his music career. In 1997, he released an album under A&M Records called Untitled. Yes, it's called Untitled, and it's named after the album's final track. Two years later, in 1999, Billy Porter replaced Leonard Joseph and took his role as John in Miss Saigon. As you can tell, the 90s were all Broadway, Broadway, Broadway for Billy Porter. He was just trying to get his name out there and keep a job. However, none of the roles satisfied him, and he was never being truly recognized for who he was. He still found himself suppressing his true identity to fit roles, so he stopped. He stopped working on Broadway shows. That is, until 2005. Up until then, Billy Porter had been working on a solo autobiographical show. This musical memoir titled Ghetto Superstar, The Man That I Am, is a spiritual, sexual, and emotional journey throughout Billy Porter's life. He performed it in New York City, and the show won an outstanding New York Theater, Broadway, and Off-Broadway Award at the 17th Vlad Media Awards. That same year, Billy Porter released his second album titled At the Corner of Broadway and Soul, and you can guess, the album is a collection of soul, Broadway, and even gospel music. Five years later, Billy Porter took the role of Belize in the 20th anniversary of Angels in America. This play is known for addressing the AIDS crisis and homosexuality in the U.S., so Belize was an emotional role to take on. 
The first time Billy ever saw angels in America was 20 years earlier, and he was mesmerized by Louise. According to Billy, he wept as the curtain fell because he never related to a character so much. Belize was a black, gay man, and to quote Billy himself, he was not the butt of the joke or the reviled one, or the one to be pitied or killed. He was the voice of reason. This is me, and nobody knows. So clearly Billy related strongly to this character, and when he took on the role in 2010, people finally knew. A few years later, after his appearance in the 20th anniversary of Angels in America, Billy Porter made his way back to Broadway to star in Kinky Boots. The show opened on April 4, 2013, and he played the role of Lola. Lola was originally written as a straight character, but as you can guess, this wasn't going to fly with Billy Porter, so he said no at first. He helped change the character, though, then accepted the role. Eventually, his connection to Lola's character was just as strong as his connection to Belize from Angels in America. He expressed that, like Lola, he knows what it's like to have to constantly be trying to find and live your own truth, especially when there aren't many people supporting you. Billy Porter's role in Kinky Boots earned him a Tony Award for Best Actor in a Musical. After two years and about a thousand performances, Billy Porter left the production of Kinky Boots in 2015, and Wayne Brady took his spot. Billy Porter left Kinky Boots to work on another Broadway show. The title is a mouthful, but here it goes. Shuffle Along, or the Making of the Musical Sensation of 1921 and All That Followed. I'm gonna try- <laughs> wait. Shuffle Along, or the Making of the Musical Sensation of 1921 and All That Followed. I don't even know if that was, like, correct, like, enunciation on the words. I don't really know, but that's the title. <laughs> that show opened on April 28th, 2016. While I just said he left the show in 2015, in September 2017, Billy Porter reprised the role of Lola in Kinky Boots for a 15-week run of the show on Broadway. Now, time to talk about Pose, what everyone's been waiting for. Pose is a drama series about the Black and Latino LGBTQ community in New York City. What's better is that it's set in the 80s and it's a dance musical, not to mention with an amazing cast. Billy Porter won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series for his role in Pose. Speaking of awards, Billy Porter has won a few more than just the ones I've mentioned so far. Most of them have been for his role in Pose. In 2014, Kinky Boots won a Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album. For Pose, he won TV Performance of the Year at the Dorian Awards in 2019 and in 2020, and Badass of the Year Awards at the Queer Tees. That's a very cool award show. Billy Porter always shows up to award shows in the most breathtaking, daring fashion you can imagine, and it's something I wanted to dig a bit deeper into this week. Now it's time for an exciting new segment. This is the first time I've done something like this, so I'm very, very excited. So it's no surprise, especially since I just went so in-depth about it, that Billy Porter is an icon in the LGBTQ community, but he also pushes so many boundaries in the fashion community. So today I'm joined by Eden Hatanyan from the Spill the Tea podcast to review a few of Billy Porter's exciting fashion looks. Welcome, Eden. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. If you want to see the looks that we'll be discussing, head on over to the Hollywood Hero Instagram page at Hollywood Hero Pod. Otherwise, enjoy Eden's fashion review. So let's get started. All right. So one of the first looks that I'm going to be talking about is Billy's iconic purple outfit that he wore to the Vanity Fair Oscars party in 2020. 
I love the lavender trousers and the magical purple top with feathers styled with a long train. And wow, the hat just pulls the look together so nicely. This outfit was so extravagant that it required several different designers, including Gilly's Econ Couture, Christian Serrano, and handbag was designed by these pink lips. Billy's handbag actually did start a lot of controversy due to the inappropriate language written on it. This was the one part of the outfit which I didn't like. I felt that the slang and inappropriate language didn't match the rest of the outfit's elegance and class. I understand that Billy was trying to make a statement, and I appreciate his idea. He wore this purple look to the Oscars after party last year. Also last year, Billy wore a stunning golden dress to the Academy Awards. The look featured a golden feathered vest and bodysuit with a patterned skirt accompanied with gold platform boots. This look was perfect for Billy Porter, and wow, did he look amazing on the red carpet. Along with the look, Billy wore matching golden jewelry and bracelets. The look definitely met the occasion of the 92nd Academy Awards show in 2020, and Billy definitely gave a stellar performance with this look on the red carpet. 2020 was obviously a tremendous fashion year for Billy Porter, as he wore another stunning outfit to the 2020 Grammys red carpet on January 26th. He wore this amazing turquoise blue set with shimmering silver sparkles. The legs of the pants have gorgeous sparkling fringes that ride to the bottom of his boots. Of course, his boots are also just as sparkling and glamorous. If I had to describe this look in one word, it would be flair. Because there is flair everywhere, on the pants, boots, and his hat. Billy's gorgeous turquoise hat with sparkles and hanging flair that come all the way to his shoulder is my favorite part of this look, and it really ties the look together, making it perfect for the Grammy Awards. The outfit was designed by Scott Studdenberg with the hat custom made by Sokol Millinery with mechanical engineering from Smooth Head. Billy Porter truly is a fashion icon and his red carpet looks have only been getting better and better throughout the years. I can't wait to see what he has in store for this year's award show season and for the award show seasons of the years to come. Wow, that was great. I mean, all of his red carpet looks are amazing. He really does push so many boundaries, and I too cannot wait to see what he brings to the red carpet shows in the future. Hopefully red carpet shows can happen normally in the future. I don't know what the future looks like for red carpet shows, but that was great. Thank you so much, Eden, for joining me. And thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want more updates on the podcast, of course, go to my Instagram page at Hollywood Hero Pod. And uh, that's it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you again so much, Eden, for joining me. Eden is the host of Spill the Tea. Please go over and listen to her podcast. Um, And that's all for today's episode. I will see you next episode. Thank you. Bye.